Welcome to Getaway Car, the podcast hosted by two sisters discussing all the amazing places we've been lucky enough to travel. I'm Beanie. And I'm Katie. And I'm Josh. Join us each week as we break down each stop on the road trips we've taken. We'll tell you about all our favorite places, funny stories, mistakes we made, and everything that happens on one of our road trips. We'll make recommendations and ask for yours. Join us in the Getaway Car. Hi, friends. Welcome back to Getaway Car. Hello. This week's episode, we are talking about Anchorage and Seward. Yeah. Anchorage is where they make anchors. Yes, facts with Josh. <laughs> Always a good way to start an episode. Yeah. All right, so we're going to dive right in. This day didn't really go as planned because we didn't really have a plan for this day. Yeah. Originally. So then I went as planned. I, I guess, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll go with that. So we woke up in our Airbnb. We ate our grilled muffins for breakfast, which was amazing because that's my new favorite thing. Mm-hmm. And we headed towards Anchorage. We had a good chunk of the day blocked out to just drive to Anchorage because Alaska's so beautiful, we figured we'd find beautiful things to see along the way, and we did. So on our way from Glen Allen to Anchorage, we had a super cool wildlife encounter. And when I say we, I mean everyone except me, because I missed it. I'm very salty about it. I can't believe you missed it. Okay, I was driving in my defense. I was the assigned responsible eyes on the road driver yes so we're driving along katie's driving and this bald eagle comes flying out of nowhere swoops down over the car like close enough that if we had like put our hands out the window we probably could have touched it and then swoops off and so all of us are like freaking out we're like oh my god that was a bald eagle it was so close katie was like what are you talking about and yeah so entirely yeah so literally i think i slowed down to like almost nothing and i'm like looking around like where was it so i'm still very upset about it communal group wildlife experience that i was not a part of so we're driving along this day i thought was going to be kind of a recovery day for us because the original plan was to be like traipsing around a mine going up and down lots of stairs and caves and yeah, lots of climbing. Yeah, we were really tired. We didn't go, so we weren't tired. <laughs> we didn't go, so we weren't tired. Relevant. We got to Anchorage, and it was good that we had the whole day free because we ended up getting a later start. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got to Anchorage, and we headed back to the Hilton because we got that discount, which was awesome. So we dropped off our stuff, and then we went to the peanut farm. Um, which sounds like something it isn't. Yeah. They farm peanuts. It's not a farm. <laughs> it's not a farm. They, I, I think they, maybe they have peanuts. I don't know. So Peanut Farm is a sports bar and grill, which we chose entirely because the boys wanted to watch whatever hockey game was on that night. I can't remember. Anyway, we had a like, late lunch, early dinner at the Peanut Farm, which may or may not have included actual peanuts. <laughs> and after we ate food, um, Beanie and I decided we were going to head back to the hotel because neither one of us were particularly invested in the hockey game. Yeah. And so we wanted to go back and have some chill time to like hang out and do laundry and read books, have quiet time with no boys talking to us. We call it an introvert (laughs) recharge. Yeah. (laughs) And I stayed around and watched the hockey game with Marv. Mm -hmm. And uh, And then you guys brought us ice cream. I heckled some people at the bar first. That doesn't surprise me at all. (laughs) Well, what we remember about this experience is that you brought us ice cream, which was very nice. Yes. We called it an early night. It's kind of a, a chill day. Yeah. And that concludes um, this episode. <laughs> At the end. We'll see you next week. <laughs> so the next morning was more of an adventure day. I'm a little fuzzy on the details here, but based on like the progression of our pictures, I'm pretty sure we went to Sourdough Barbecue because we have a picture of the sign, which somehow is also the Sourdough Mining Company. Unsure. I don't know if like one yeah. of them owns the other one, but we tried like Googling it to confirm locations and things, and we got very lost in a very long rabbit hole. 
We took pictures of this place and I think we attempted to go there because Marv was trying to buy some local honey to bring back with him. Mm-hmm. So this was supposed to be like a combination like restaurant slash general store slash right. like trading post kind of thing. But I'm pretty sure that it was closed and we couldn't get in. And so then we decided to just embark on our next adventure and come back later. Yeah. So we went to Seward south of Anchorage and runs along the Chugach National Forest and it's really, really pretty. So it says, Seward is a charming coastal town 127 miles south of Anchorage. It is one of Alaska's oldest and most scenic communities. Abrupt mountain slopes cloaked in shaggy summer greens and snow form an impressive backdrop for this progressive city of 2,700 people. Tourism, shipping, and fishing are the mainstays of Seward's vibrant economy. So that's Seward. So Seward, obviously, is very, very, very tiny. But it is really cute. It is really cute. Yeah. So Seward is obviously a coastal town, as is Anchorage, but I feel like you don't really notice it in Anchorage so much. Yeah, Anchorage feel like feels like more. Seward's identity is that they're a coastal town, I think. Yeah. Like literally everything in Seward is focused around the water. It's, you know, seafood and fishing and shipping, and it's very definitely a port town. Yes. And every single thing in the town is like focused on that in one way or another. Yeah, for sure. It's located on a bay called Resurrection Bay. I have a blurb about Resurrection Bay. So Resurrection Bay has been carved by millions of years of glacial activity and is now a deep fjord that extends nearly 35 miles north and south on the southeastern coast of the Kenai Peninsula. The bay remains ice-free in winter, making it easily navigable, which I think is probably the reason why it became such an important hub for Alaska, because the bay never freezes over. So we explored the whole town. We wandered around. Our first stop was at the Chamber of Commerce, because as you're driving into Seward, it's one of the first things that you see. Mm -hmm. So we stopped and we got pamphlets, because Katie loves pamphlets. Katie loves pamphlets. Katie does Uh, this thing where anytime we're at a visitor center or travel hub of any kind she just stands at that big stand of uh, pamphlets and just like starts picking them out yep. we all just leave like, her to it this one this one this one this one this one and this one yes, yes. thank you <laughs> that contributes to the uh to the podcast exactly and it, the memory it's good it we is, have all these blurbs now. i was gonna say that's where we get our blurbs what, what would an episode of this would podcast be an be uninformed no podcast relying entirely on false facts with josh and we'd be in a lot of trouble yeah <laughs> So one of the fun things that we discovered about Seward at the Chamber of Commerce is that Seward is the mural capital of Alaska. Yeah. Which is a very specific and very odd honor. For a town this small, they actually do have quite a few really nice murals on like the outsides of buildings and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I guess they partnered with the like the National Park Service partnered with the Visual Artists of the Seward Arts Council, mm-hmm. which is very fancy. And they put together this horror card where it has a map of the town with all of the murals marked on it. And they have 20-something murals marked on here. Yeah, so you can walk around and try and find them all, which is cool. Right. There's more murals than there are roads in this town. Yeah, like the uh, side of every other building has a mural on it. It's very cool. There are 16 um, streets. And 20-something And 22 murals? Mural? Yeah. See? Yeah. There you go. That's Seward. Literally more murals than streets. Seward. If we were doing PR for this town, that would be our <laughs> We literally have more art than streets. Yeah. So yeah, so we walked by quite a few of them because as you said, there's only 16 streets and so the town is very small, mm-hmm. very walkable, very cute. It's also, the little blurb said, like it's in this fjord that's like cut into the surrounding areas on either side of the town. The mountains just like start. Yeah. And so in some of the pictures, we'll post a couple of them. You can see like the row of businesses along the street with, and some of them have like the false front second stories. Mm-hmm. And then you just have like the mountain in the background just like hovering. Yeah. Kind of crouched over the town. <laughs> you make one wrong move, buddy, and I'm coming down on top of you. It looks very, very close in the pictures. It looks like the mountain is just like looking over the town's shoulder. It's very yeah. funny. Yeah. So we wandered around and explored the town for a bit. And then we went to the main attraction of the town, which is the Alaska Sea Life Center. 
Yes. Which I didn't know until afterwards, but Alaska Sea Life Center is Alaska's only public aquarium. Oh. Which seems odd for a state that has so much coastline and wildlife. Yeah. It is the only one. I was going to say that they have a lot of private aquariums, but I guess, you know, that's just like an aquarium in someone's house that can serve a private <laughs> aquarium. So maybe. Honestly, like, I was a little worried about doing this the day after, or like two days after we did the wildlife cruise, because I was like, are we going to be like all wildlifed out, or are we just going to be like, oh, yeah, no, we're going to be like, cool. we just saw that yesterday. Like, I'm, I'm so not impressed. We I already saw, saw Bald Eagle. <laughs> In the Alaska Sea Life Center, they do they have a bunch of like really cool exhibits and a bunch of like you know the standard like aquarium things. Um, but they also have some like optional immersive experiences mm-hmm. where you can like pay an extra fee and you get to go into like, one of the rooms when they have this big tank where you can like take out like the sea urchins and like the little I don't know what else you can touch besides sea urchins. Maybe you can't touch sea urchins. Are they poisonous? I think they're venomous. Poison- I think they're poisonous. Can't I think I think you can't eat them. I think you can eat them. You can eat them, can't you? Shit, I don't know. Yeah, you can eat them. Unsure. Anyway, they have this tank where you can handle small aquatic creatures of some type. That which presumably may or, are not venomous. Which may or may not include sea urchins. Um, and poison. So that's like an optional extra thing that you can pay for, which I imagine if you're doing field trips to the yeah, like cool with a school or something, that'd be cool. Yeah. Or you have to pay have... extra for that, did you? Because I touched some animals. No, I mean, they had like some optional like immersive things that you could pay extra for that we did not pay extra for. Oh. So we did just like the standard aquarium experience, which was awesome all by itself. Like, I don't think you necessarily need to pay for any of the extra experiences. Yeah, there's plenty to see. I think one of the first things that we saw was the exhibit about like conservation, which a lot of the exhibits tied into that. Um, Mm -hmm. But they have this Mm. like display of like, what does the ocean mean to you? Or why why is the ocean important to you? And so kids can like write down their answers on index cards and they have them on display. And they're so cute. They're so cute. So we have uh, our personal favorites. So what what does the ocean mean to you? Or why is the ocean important to you? And it says, um, because you can't take a boat out on the prairie. Valid point. Which is, yes, very valid. Excellent point. Excellent choice, We've small already, child. We discussed that, and like, I think the first episode. Yeah, that you can't bring a boat on land. See, yeah. you and this kid are meant to be best friends. Yes. I wrote that. <clears throat> Josh snuck in there Josh before we got there. there. <laughs> he submitted one and hung it up, yeah. And then the, our other favorite was, to keep all things there alive and safe, and would you like it if you were dead by people? Also a valid point. Yep. No question mark at the end. Very declarative statement. Yeah. Would you like would it you if like you were it? dead by people? Yeah. So that we, we read through a lot of the responses and some of them were really sweet and some of them were like really intelligent and some of them were just downright funny. So mm-hmm. it was a good and mix. And some were all of the above. Um, and then my other personal favorite thing that I re- remember, they have this octopus sculpture named yeah. Ophelia. So all the students at a local high school, I guess, created this sculpture out of debris that they collected off the beach during a coastal cleanup. Yeah. It's huge. You know, probably as tall as I am almost. Yeah, it's big. It takes up like half the room. And um, it looks like a real octopus it's it's really well done Uh, Mm -hmm. but if you look closely at it you can see that you know most of the octopus is made up of like this netting that they pulled up off the beach there's like bottle caps in it and there's random pieces of garbage and i think they had pieces of plastic toys and it's just like yeah just any random piece of plastic trash that you see lids of cups and all kinds of stuff that you'd find on the beach they just combined all of them into this gigantic octopus and it lives in the lobby it's really cool it's very cool it's very well done kind of sad I mean, it is, yeah, it, it is. It is. It's kind of sad, yeah. I mean, the whole idea is conservation, so it's, yeah. they don't leave plastic on the beach because this is how much plastic we were able to find in just one in one cleanup beach cleanup, day. Yeah. yeah, like which is shocking and it's crazy, terrible, and also don't like leave your trash on the beach. And also, when you figure like Alaska is probably relatively speaking less contaminated and polluted than a lot right. of other areas, yeah. Like, oh God, imagine if they tried to clean up a beach in Florida. 
and make right? a, a sculpture out of that. After like spring break or something, like, <sighs> oof. yeah. Have the biggest goddamn octopus in the world. Yeah. Um, so I just thought it was like a really interesting visual representation yeah, of, very cool. you know, the conservation efforts and all that kind of stuff. So it was, I don't know. I feel like a lot of the conservation exhibits are kind of like guilt trippy. Like, Look how much you're polluting the world. And this yeah. was just kind of like, well, this is what we found. Yeah. And also like a lot of conservation exhibits are just kind of giving you data, which is nice, but it's not quite as impactful sometimes because you're like, oh, it's a number. Like there's no like way to conceptualize what that means. Whereas right. you, you can be like, you know, a bunch of kids went to the beach and this is all the stuff they picked up. Mm-hmm. In and one enough day. to make a sculpture out of it is a visual representation of what's going on. So it was, it was a cool take on it. Yeah. And then obviously we loved all the animals because there yeah, were a, of, a ton of animals. <laughs> they had uh, seals and sea lions, which were a lot of fun. Yeah, one of the one of the seals loved you. I remember it kept on coming up to the oh, glass and right. staring at you. My little friend. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know all of you. From, as like, you were, like from tank to around. tank, yeah. 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 And I don't know if he just like loved interacting with people or if it was me in particular that he was just felt a bond with. But he like kept like coming up to the window where I was at and like doing all these like twirls and flips mm-hmm. and like it, it was really cool. Felt a kinship. He was like, you, you, you you're, you're we're, my person. We're, we're friends. Yeah. So that was kind of fun. Like, and they literally have like these walkways that run like along the sides of the tanks. And he just kind of like followed me along. Yeah, like for most of, the, most of the way. It was yeah. really cool. And then they have like an outdoor area too. And we, we went out on like, they have this like deck thing. And there were two like huge bald eagles just chilling there. And I, mm-hmm. I don't think we ever determined if they are part of the wildlife oh, yeah, center. Like are they like it. tagged <laughs> and like they stay there somehow? Or no, if they just like. post out in the middle of the water. Right, but, like, yeah. I don't know if they, like, have, like, trackers, if they're injured, if they can't fly very far, and they were being rehabbed at the Wildlife Center, or if they were just wild and they just happened to be there. I think they were just wild, were but wild. I do remember having this conversation that we were like, are they part of this place, or are they, like, related somehow? Or, right, or yeah. they just Because they were, like, nearby, and or Just, like, all the fish inside and being like, man, if only we can get in there. For right. Like, <laughs> see a buffet. Right. Yeah. So that was really cool to, to be able to see them up close again. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we spent, I think we were there for a couple hours. Yeah. I remember correctly. Yeah. And then, yeah, it wasn't huge, but they did have a lot to see. It was very dense. Yes. Yeah, like it, it, like it was most of the morning. I think it was like a two-hour drive from Anchorage to Seward. And then I think we were basically in the Sea Life Center for the bulk of the morning. And then we got out and it was like lunchtime. Right. Yeah, so, so we spent most of the morning there. And then... We saw a dog. This we, is important. We did see a dog. We did see a dog. They're all dogs and... Not in the aquarium, to clarify. No, no, yeah, the dog no. wasn't in the aquarium. <laughs> yeah, when no, we this, left. this is when we left the aquarium. We're wandering around Seward again. We're taking pictures of more murals, and then we found ourselves a dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was in someone's car, and we thought about... Dog napping. Dog napping yeah. him. Just not permanently, temporarily. Take him for yeah. a walk around town. Sorry about yeah. He's very cute. Lot. Little black um, lab. And for the animal rights people who are going to freak out that there's a dog left alone in a car... It was a lovely, pleasant 60-degree day, and yeah. all the windows were open, and he was clearly just chilling, living and his best just life. Fine. The window um, was all the way down, and his head was just, he just had his head leaned on the door. Yeah, he just looked very just, relaxed. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, so we decided since we were there, and we were, it was lunchtime, and we were hungry, we were going to get seafood, because if you're in a coastal town in Alaska, yeah, you should probably gotta. get some seafood, because yeah. it's going to be amazing. So we went to the Alaska Seafood Grill. Um, we had to actually wander for a bit. I think we tried, like, three or four different restaurants, and yeah. none of them were open yet, because it was still... <laughs> Like, I don't know, like 11.30 or something, and they didn't open till noon. Yeah. So we ended up finding the Alaska Seafood Grill, which was good. But it took some searching to it find did, it. It did take us a while to find it, yeah. yeah. So fair warning if you go to Seward. Not everything is open all the time because it is tiny. Yes. So you may end up eating lunch in a different place than you're planning. It might be slightly later. Yeah. I think that would probably be the only thing I would put under, like, mistakes were made, is that we had to hunt a little while before we found a lunch place. Yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't even a, a big mistake. We just sort of wandered around until we found something. Yeah. Seward's a very cute little town. Yeah, we're we really spending some time it. roaming around and just a lot to see. Yeah. It was good for a day yeah, trip. Yeah, it's a good day trip. 
for sure. Yeah. You can see the whole thing in half a day. Probably. Anyway, we really enjoyed it. Uh, we would recommend going if you are making the trek to Alaska. It was worth a visit. Yeah. And we're going to stop there for the day. You should join us next week, though, because we're going to be picking up what we did in the afternoon, which is an adventure all by itself and worthy yes. of its own episode. One of so. our favorite stuff. I don't remember where we went. Well, you're going to remember when we start talking about it. I'm going to learn when the listeners do. <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah. our episode for the day. And until next time. Enjoy your ride in the getaway car. Bye. Bye.